This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. <laughs> no, that's not Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz is cruising the freeway. Stuck in Mother's Day traffic. Yeah, can you believe that? Hey, look for our shows on your favorite podcast platform. It's simple, at GunSportsRadio.com. That's GunSportsRadio.com. And please remember to stick around if you don't remember. This is now a two-hour show, not a one-hour show. First-hour sponsorship is Firearms Legal Protection. Uh, these are our good friends at Firearms Legal Protection. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out on the website at firearmslegal.com. Also, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. Com. All right. Well, Lance has decided to take the day off and hang out with his beautiful family, Eileen and, and the girls. And so he's home relaxing. Uh, Joe is here with me, Joe Jermisi, our covert uh, blogger. And Mr. Schwartz is on the way. So while we're waiting for Mr. Schwartz to come up, what do you think of the latest news coming out about, uh, you know, the general flynn and all of this yeah i think that's uh finally it's a, it's about time that I stuff's know. here and and um you know and i'm hoping they follow up on this because i mean that kind of stuff is really i mean really serious it gets yeah. right to the heart of <clears throat> of our country you know when you when you politicize those institutions that mm-hmm. we all believe in things like the department of justice the fbi those <laughs> kinds of places and it, it it turns out that you can't you can't trust it looks them. like you can't depend on them and and if you look at what it looks like they did, I mean, okay, you're not happy with the person that won the election. Vote okay, him out. In this country, yeah, and, and you know, the there's a party here in the country who's having yeah. a problem with, you know, the way it's always been. Okay, you lost the election, figure out what you did, come back and get them next time. A, and, and, and folks, we're, we want you to know this is not a right or a left uh, situation. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, or, or Libertarian, or Independent. It makes no difference. This is the—I mean, this is our country, and this is an attack on our country, and we cannot have that. Yeah, and you know, and there's a couple of aspects to it too. I mean, on the one hand, hopefully, you know, if there was criminal wrongdoing, which I mean, it seems like there is, but um, hopefully, they'll prosecute these people, no matter who they are, and you know, they should be held to the same standard that you and I are held to. 
And um, the other part of that is a lot of these people, like General Flynn, uh, you know, was ruined economically. I mean, totally. you know, financially. I mean, his, his house he had to sell. I mean, all that devastation. And there were a lot of, you know, other people associated with the Trump side that went through the same thing. Right. And so what happens to them? You know, do they get compensated for that or does that get made up to them? And I have to say, anybody that argues with the fact that he committed or he he pleaded guilty. Well, let me threaten one of your children. Let me let me threaten one of your children with jail time and see if you don't, you know, lay down. Well, see, and that's what, you know, a lot of people. But nobody's saying that to the other side. Well, and yeah, and it, again, it would help not to politicize stuff, but right. it would help if we actually had a free press and a media right. that actually did what they should be doing. Because it's, I mean, the media traditionally is supposed to look at that kind of stuff and call those guys out on that kind of stuff. And they don't do that no. anymore. No, both sides should be doing what journal, look up the word journalism and they should take that, put it on a plaque and stick it on their computer. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not sure where we lost that. I mean, you know, you could argue that, okay, the media's always been a little bit to the left or whatever, but they, I think they used to be professional about it. Right. I mean, if, if you remember- Everybody brings up Walter Cronkite. That's, that's what I was just going to bring up. <laughs> Walter Cronkite. <laughs> and, you know, and he was pretty far to the left, but he tried to stay professional mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. when he was on air and when he was doing that stuff. Right. He slipped up occasionally, but he made a good try to, right. to do it. Now they, they don't even try that anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's a shame uh, for the country, a lot, a lot of that bad stuff going on. So hopefully, uh, you know, with uh, Attorney General Barr in there now and uh, some of these other guys, hopefully they'll do a good, honest job and they'll follow this stuff wherever right. it leads them and they'll do what they need to do. And when you listen to Barr, you know, he's very matter of fact. You know, he's not one side or the other. He really isn't. If he's seen something in injustice, he'll say it. If he doesn't, he says it. And that's what you need in a position that he's in. You know, everybody says he's on Trump's side and he's working for Trump. No, he's not. Because I'll bet you if Trump did something that Barr didn't believe in, he would say it. Well, and they've, they've already clashed a little bit in the past oh, yeah. on, on oh, different yeah. things. And, uh, you know, and that's one of the things uh, – I like Trump, but I, there's sometimes I wish he don't say that. You know, know just, know, just know. be but, quiet for a little but bit. He but he is. I know he gets himself in so much trouble. Well, and yeah, and he is what he is though too. And uh, oh, there's no gray. No, there's well, no gray. Because my my wife and I have this discussion all the time. Because mm-hmm. you know, well, he's all right, but I wish he would. You know, it's like, and I would say that. Well, that's how he is. And if you look at what he accomplished, I mean, mm-hmm. against all the odds, because he got no help. He got no help from his party. He got None. no help from None. media, no help from anybody. And that's another thing for people to think about. Just imagine if you were alone on an island, because that's what this guy is. Yeah. He is totally alone on an island. Ah, Mr. Schwartz has finally made it to the scene. <laughs> How could you get stuck in traffic driving a Buick? I don't understand it. I, isn't that the truth? Okay, he will be on air and live here. Yeah, well, shortly. he has to do his, his sanitation first. He's well, gotta... no, but you could tell the rush here, though, because I, I see he's not as quite bio uh, protected Did he get his haircut? A little bit. Oh, do it yourself? Did it myself. You got a Floby? No, I just went and got some clippers. Did Yeah. <laughs> well, you trim your cat, so, I mean, what the heck? You could trim. <laughs> you could trim. You trim a cat, you trim anything. Yeah, you could trim anything. Well, yes. we've been just sort of sitting around talking about. Vamping? You know, well, we're talking about Flynn. And that whole situation. General and Flynn, isn't that amazing? Isn't it just totally, totally amazing? And and like we were saying, you know, we were just talking about how the media, if the media could just, you know, Google journalism and glue it to their computer. You know what I'm saying? 
to see what journalism is truly all about. It's not what it used to be anyway. Yeah, what it used to be exactly. But uh, so yeah. So oh, and by the way, folks, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there from Gun Sports Radio. Mike, Joe, Lance, and I. In fact, Lance took the day off to uh, be with his mother. I just had Brittany Sandoval on. She was on the Racial Radio Show. Yeah. And she was just telling Joe and I she went out and shot for the first time. Oh, nice. Madly in love with it. She where'd, thought it was the most fun ever. Where did she go? She did, We didn't get that far. I'll yeah. have her. In fact, we didn't know if you were going to show up or not. I was yeah, going to make I'm her here. stay Sorry. for, I was going to make her stay and, and talk about the experience of a, you know, first time shooter. And she said, and, and one story she did tell us, she fired and the casing went down her blouse. Yeah. And geez. was burning the you know what out of her. But she kept her gun downrange. Yeah. And the instructor was totally blown away that she, she was, did. She did the, the hot brass dance. The hot brass dance. She's I'm wearing a turtleneck next time. Yeah. But you know, the other, the next part of that that you get to discover is different calibers are hotter. Yeah. Which I didn't realize that before because <laughs> I, I noticed like the 45 seemed a lot hotter, that shell, than the 9 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the 223 shell is definitely a lot hotter. Yeah, I've I've had two negligent discharges in my my life, and one of them had to do with a, a five five six brass going down the back of my neck. Um, neck. Right, it hit the back of my neck and down into my back so bad I had a huge welt for weeks. It was and it hit right at the t- I was I had shot and my finger was coming off the trigger and that happened and I pulled the trigger again. I was I was pointed down range. Uh, in a safe direction, everything, but uh, yeah, that it it makes you jump. Did it get your attention? It got my attention. Five, five, six, like you said, Joe is is hot. Well, you know, there's there's a scene. I was just watching Black Hawk Down the other day, and there's a scene in there where there's a one of the uh, the Little Bird helicopters is up above a guy, and they're just rattling off thousands of rounds. A second, and the shell casings are raining down on this guy, and he's trying to pull him out of his shirt and his neck. Yeah. And uh, I now have an appreciation, though, for how hot one of those things are. This guy had dozens of them. Falling oh, my over. God. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more. we got special guests. Uh, Brian Allendorf, he's the director of Academia. Academy. Well, who wrote Academy? <laughs> it's, it's spelled funky, but it's Academy. Okay. It's Academy, formerly Blackwater. So stay tuned, folks. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right. All right, good. I just got a confirmation. John Dillon will be calling in today. With a big announcement. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's probably a Mother's Day announcement. Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense for those horrible new red flag laws? That would be firearms legal protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I use them. Firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com or call 469-310-9100, 469-310-9100. Hey, the refi bell has been ringing all month. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to a historic low. And if you're looking to buy or refi or if you're considering a reverse mortgage 
call our mortgage guy, Chris Wiley, for PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris at 619-722-1303 or just go to primerez.com backslash alpine. All right, Mike, who we got for our special guest? Well, we actually have a uh, we have a really cool uh, uh, guest from Academy, um, and uh, I'm just going to bring him on the line. Brian, are you there? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Brian. How are you, man? Oh, we're living the dream, except the weather could be a little better today. <laughs> that's what I hear. So you're with, tell everybody what Academy is. And, and by the way, that's but the reason Dave and I were uh, uh, discussing it, how to pronounce it. It is A-C-A-D-E-M-I, right? That is correct. And tell everybody what Academy is. So Academy is pretty much a nationwide um, training company. We're a subsidiary of um, a larger group where we do all kinds of stuff. But Academy is a training section of what we do. So primarily we train everything from, you know, our, our facility in Moyoc, Connecticut and in San Diego. So we, sorry, we got three of us. Um, between the three, we can do pretty much everything from high speed driving, tack med, long range shooting, pistol shooting, carbine, CQB, the whole gambit. So we train everyone from the civilian up to top level military units. That's cool. And I've been to your facility, your facilities down in, uh, uh, what, what actually, what part of San Diego, it's way down south in San Diego, what part of San Diego is that considered? Uh, we consider it Otai. We're about a quarter mile from the CBX, probably the nearest wow. landmark to us. Yeah. Uh, you have a very cool facility. You have an awesome staff. What's your background, Brian? My background, I spent 20 years in the Navy, uh, a little bit split up. My first 10 years, I was a search and rescue swimmer, um, hunted submarines, ran radars, and we were aerial door gunners at that time. Um, then the second half, I kind of got into a couple specialized squadrons that deal in special operations support. So went a little bit more that path the last half of my career. Uh, retired in 2015, got hired on an academy as an instructor, and then our old director decided to move to Free America in Texas, and I have since taken over a little over a year ago. And you guys do it all. Your facility is very, very cool. You do all kinds of different classes. You have guest instructors, some of the more nationally known names that people are familiar with. I know Tatiana Whitlock's been through there. And um, who's the who's the Delta Force guy that just went through? Uh, we just had Pat Mack in yeah. uh, beginning, beginning of March. So when I took over, it's one of those things that I've never seen done at our facility. And it was kind of exciting and it gives a lot back, actually. So typically when, when the, those instructors come in, I have them train my guys, you know, train the staff, usually for a day or two, depending. Um, it's good for the San Diego gun community to have those people because they're normally all on the East Coast. Um, so I've been working with a lot of them, um, booking them, you know, usually pretty far in advance. So the rest of the year, I've got Tatiana f- for four days. And then the stuff I have coming is next year now. Nice. So what what do you want people to know about, especially San Diegans, because we're all over San Diego County uh, broadcasting. What would you like people to know in San Diego about Academy? That's a great question. Uh, I would say we're probably one of the premier training facilities around. Um, I think there's kind of a stigma surrounding us based on our lineage and where we came from. Uh, that we only deal with military, we only deal with law enforcement. 
Um, but we love training civilians. I got a top tier staff. I just have a new hire coming in on Monday who was the 2017, if I got that correct, uh, international sniper competition winner. So I would imagine long range precision shootings coming to Academy. Wow. Once we, once we get out of Corona, um, Corona uh, jail. So, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, my team's really unique. You know, there's three of us with aviation background and we've all worked together and I've got four instructors that all come from a coast guard counterterrorism background who have all been teammates. So we're all very, very, we've all worked together for a number of years. Um, so it's a really cohesive unit, but I, I think that's kind of the stigma. A lot of people, um, think that we only train military and law enforcement we love having civilian clients down there and i i think a lot of you don't just do like um firearms or marksmanship types type classes uh you guys all do like some some i don't want to say first aid it's a little bit more than first aid but uh some medical training and emergency medicine that sort of thing am i I accurate yeah you're absolutely on the money yeah it's called uh tccc our tactical casualty combat care um i think the name is a little misleading. It's nothing more than field medicine. Um, but we, we, you got you got to put tactical in the title, otherwise, you know, you have to. It's, it's got to sound sounds better. <laughs> got sounds cool. <laughs> sounds better. It scares a lot of people though. Um, so we we offer that for civilians, military, law enforcement, pretty much everyone um, in a different variety. So we'll do anything from like a two-hour stop the bleed type thing all the way up to we've done eight-day custom courses for high-level military units that need some very, very specialized training. So we'll cover the whole gambit where we'll do it all. So why is it? So I carry a gun every every day. Uh, Joe carries a gun every day. We, uh, um, you know, we go through a fair amount of training. We're probably, I don't know, we're not experts. We're definitely not, not newbies. We're somewhere in, in the middle. Um, why is it important for guys like, and I, I think we're pretty, pretty representative of most of the people that are listening and most of the members of San Diego County gun owners. Um, why is it important for that type of person, you know, a CCW holder who carries every day um, or, or most days, who's got a fair amount of training uh, as far as, you know, carrying, pulling from concealment, marksmanship, that sort of thing. Um, why is it important for them to learn, uh, you know, medical first aid? That's a great question. And I think the way where it comes from, if you look at, top-level teams, you know, your SWAT units, your special forces units, high-level infantry units now, everyone's getting trained medically. And they're not getting trained medically because they're going to be doctors or they're going to be, you know, field surgeons. They're getting trained for an emergency. If something happens, they're value-added. So carrying a gun every day, you know, the hope is you never have to use it. Yeah. But on the offhanded chance, if you have to, you know, maybe, maybe all that training, sometimes a bad guy gets lucky. Maybe they hit you, they hit an innocent bystander, something like that. So the reason you would want medical training is your value added. It's just much more you bring to the table. I mean, even if you were to, you know, get into all the laws, I don't want to even get into California laws, but if you were to, you know, get involved in a shooting and bad guy's not completely done, first thing I'm going to do is administer first aid to him after I disarm them. So... Uh, having medical training just goes along for everything. It goes everyday life. I mean, kids rolling around, they get hurt, they get scraped up. Accidents happen here or there at workplace. Like medical is not even just for weapons. It's anywhere you go outdoors, go hiking, twist an ankle, 
your avid camper. I mean, it, it covers everything. It really does. You know, I grew up, I was a Boy Scout, and uh, I got to tell you, the first aid training that they give Boy Scouts, the first aid, tra- the level of, of first aid that you get as like a 12-year-old boy is fantastic. It's amazing. Um, and But that was, for me, that was 25, 30 years ago, something like that. So, uh, like 30 years ago. The technology has changed first aid so much. Uh, you know, a medical kit used to be required, and we still didn't have, uh, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, still didn't have good enough stuff to truly be effective in a lot of really bad situations. Now, you carry, you know, three or four things, um, you know, you're, you can do a lot of you can do a lot of good in a lot of very serious situations. I mean, the portable high quality tourniquets that are out there, the the uh, hemost- hemostatic is that the term? The like the you know the quick clot, yeah, the chest seals, things chest like that. seals. I mean, you, you know, yep. you carry three or four things with you, and man, you're effective in so many serious situations. It's really amazing. Yeah, and there's a lot of. You know, really good companies that are making those medical kits. If you look them up, I want to look them on the web. They'd be labeled as an IFAC. Um, but there's a lot of really good companies. Like Five Eleven's got a fantastic one. London Bridge Training Company. Like I could go on for days with these different companies that make them. And those are, you know, depending on how, what you need it for your application, they have different levels of stuff that's in them. But they're already to go. I mean, it's got everything you would need to get yourself or someone else out of a bad situation. Yeah, and it used to be all right. Take off your belt. You know, and that's your tourniquet. Uh, take off your shirt. Yep. That's your uh, that's your bandage. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not like that anymore. It's really an, a pretty an amazing uh, world. Now, you you have fantastic training. You guys have an excellent resume. Every one of your instructors, you have an amazing facility. But uh, one thing that came across when you and I sat down and you took me on a tour of your of your facility, which was it's, it's so so cool. I really appreciated that very much. Um, you're not just for you're not even just for intermediate to experts. You, you have a lot of um, you know if someone out there has never taken formal training, you have classes for them. You know if someone out there has taken a little bit uh, of training, uh, you know you have classes for them. Every level, every skill uh, level, um, and it's not uh, you know it doesn't burn up the checkbook. You guys are very affordable. Is, is that is that fairly accurate? I'd say it's pretty accurate. Yeah, we we'll do everything from you know our we we go handgun one through five. We skip four at the moment for BCCW, um, so we skip that one at the moment because I'm not approved from the sheriff's department to do your CCW training. Um, but if we can get that through, then we'll be teaching four. But handgun one is meant for someone who's never touched a weapon. Um, we specialize in that. We teach a Navy. Um, course, it's one of our contracts, and many of our Navy students have never touched a weapon or if they have it was like in boot camp so we're really good at teaching that new shooter it's in fact we love doing that and the skill level of our staff we can go anywhere from you've never touched a gun to very senior very high level high speed people um running through different drills and transitions and then culminating kind of in you know handgun twos a little bit more accuracy threes but every single skill level you guys take care of them which is awesome what's your website yep uh www.academy.com so brian i did get a text from one of our listeners what kind of a price are we looking at for a class for uh uh uh, you know just a general public yeah so our handgun one and two they're one day classes are 250 dollars and then handgun three and hang handgun three is 500 and handgun six i'm sorry handgun five is 600 dollars right. the reason that being is 
handgun five. We're probably one of the only people in San Diego where you're going to actually use sim munition for home defense against live role players. All right. Well, thank you very much, my friend, and uh, look, just thrilled having you on, and we look forward to talking to you down the road. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, John Dillon is on the line, and he has got great news, and we cannot wait. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Folks, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. And if you didn't hear it before, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Hey, AO Sword Firearms, boy, thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. They have hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at AO Sword. They're also professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including... What do you call that? <laughs> Cerakote. <Sarah> <laughs> I got it. Cerakote. I had to think. Cerakote. Like Sarah a woman's, woman's name. And I'm going to spell it S-A-R-A. That's what yeah, I'm going to do. Yeah. Uh, and they, like I said, AO Sword Firearms is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively supporting your rights. See for yourself with the legal and technical updates on Facebook. Check out AOSword.com or just call them at 619 619- 749-4867. This segment is brought to you by the attorney, John Dillon. If you have any legal issues that involve anything gun-related, call attorney John Dillon. Red flag laws, gun registrations, gun transportation, and storage. Call attorney John Dillon, 760-642-7150, 760-642-7150, or visit his website at Dillon Law gp.com that's dylanlawgp.com hey john how you doing i'm doing well how are you guys so happy mother's day to your lovely wife and your mom yes happy mother's day to all the moms out there so what's this uh, great what's this great news you got for us well uh you know, you, the little advertisement probably gave a little bit of it away there, but uh, I am now uh, happy to announce that uh, Dillon Law Group APC has been uh, formed and is all ready to go. Uh, I branched out and uh, started my own firm specializing in firearms law. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. That's I, great news, John. Hey, yeah. Absolutely. So, you have a shingle? A what? A shingle. A shingle. That's yeah. what lawyers used yeah. to do. They'd hang their shingle out in front. Of, oh, my God. I'm showing my age. I know. Yeah, like, I, like Rand Stoddard, attorney at law. Yeah. yeah. Come on. You got to get a shingle. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, oh, my gosh. 
I think if, if you mean a logo or a sign, yeah, of course. That's no, it's hilarious. A, it's called a shingle. Look da- it up, Dave. I think we just we just the, like the generational. <laughs> I know. I, I think we did. I think I just killed myself. Jumped a couple of them. I think if you're under forty, that doesn't that yeah, reference well, doesn't make any sense. Brandon doesn't know what I'm talking about either, but that's another thing. Congratulations, yeah, Bert, John. Very cool. Well deserved. Well deserved. So it's uh, Dylan Law Group, APC. <laughs> it's, uh, the website's DylanLawGP.com. Okay. And our new phone number is 760-642-7150. Uh, you know, you give me a call. It, it's it's still me. Uh, basically, this is something that's been a long time coming. Uh, I've been running the firearms practice at my uh, previous firm uh, for a while now. Uh and so it made sense to make the move and, uh, you know, change the name. So we got a new website, uh, new number, new address, everything. Uh, we're still in Carlsbad, uh, but ready, willing, and able to, to work on some firearms cases and uh, already doing that, as a matter of fact. So we, uh, we may make some uh, headlines the next uh, week or two, I would say. That is awesome. So how many in your office? Uh, it's small right now. It's uh, just me right now as uh, the lawyer. I have staff, uh, but uh, you know, starting small and, and working out from there. Uh, I'd rather try to save money during this time uh, uh, when uh, our you know economy is uh, let's just call it interesting. I, I already think I, I am panic enough starting my own business uh, during this time. You're going to do just fine. Have no fear because, trust me, as this insanity continues on, you're going to be busy. Well, that's the thing. You know, uh, in a state like California with the people that we have in charge, uh, it seems like I'll be working uh, well past 100 these days. (laughs) No kidding, boy. I tell you. That's that's amazing. Well, you've been ama- you've been amazingly busy. Um, oh, gosh, and, and I, I got to tell you, I remember John. I don't even know if you remember, but it was about four years, five years ago now. Um, at one of our monthly meetings, you attended and said, "Hey, I'm an attorney, and I want to do more Second Amendment stuff." And uh, you were already doing a number of things that were firearms related, and here we are, five years later, and you're filing lawsuits and amicus briefs and you're winning in court and uh i I just can't tell you how happy i am with uh, how hard you work and and proud as well truly uh, it's truly an honor to uh to be in the trenches uh side by side with you man uh well thank you and uh, likewise i'll tell you san diego county gun owners was was the organization that i latched on to early i found michael and like he said I, i came up to him at a meeting and said hey we need to do stuff together here. Uh, and so it's been fun growing together alongside San Diego County Gun Owners. Um, and I think uh, we all have lots ahead of us. I'll say that. It'll, mm. It's going to be, it's been fun. It's going to continue to be fun. And speaking of, you know, fun things, you know, um, I know, ha- have you guys talked a lot about the New York case and, you know, it, the ruling coming back at all? A little bit. Yeah. Fill us in. Yeah, fill us in. You got time. Well, one of the things I want to give people hope on, you know, so the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Uh, New York City, well, that was the case, the Second Amendment case that was finally in front of the United States Supreme Court. And recently they came back and they ruled the, you know, the case to be moot um, because, you know, New York 
in the middle of all this case, as soon as they figured out that they were going to be heard in front of the Supreme Court, they scrambled to change the law as fast as they could. Really? Uh, in order to avoid having to go to the Supreme Court and get a U.S. Supreme Court decision, which frankly would favor uh. the Second Amendment. Uh, so that was the underhanded strategy with that. Um, and everyone was pretty disappointed hearing that the, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, stated that the case was moot. However, two things. One, uh, although they mooted the case, the case isn't over. They just remanded it back down to the Court of Appeals. There's other matters that are still at issue. Um, so th- it's not like the case is gone. The, it will continue on through the, uh, the Court of Appeals and may show up again in front of the Supreme Court again. So that's something to consider. The next thing to consider is because the Supreme Court finally took a Second Amendment case. There were all sorts of other cases that were essentially put on hold waiting for a decision here. Uh, and, you know, there are a bunch of cases that applied for, uh, you know, a writ of certiorari, which is basically they applied to be heard in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, and it was actually, uh, you know, 10 different Second Amendment cases were on the waiting list to even be considered uh, whether or not they're going to be, you know, heard in front of the Supreme Court. So now that this case is gone, one of the very interesting things about the decision is when you read the opinion of the court, four justices actually indicated that, you know, hey, fine, if this case is moot, then then it's moot and there it is. But we need to take up another Second Amendment case because there is a severe issue with the lower courts and ha- their treatment of the Second Amendment and their application of DCV Heller. And so it's been very clear that there are a number of justices on the Supreme Court that have made it you know, known that the lower courts are not applying the law correctly. They're, they're twisting the law and they're taking advantage of gun owners and frankly, just the United States people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have 10 other cases that actually went to conference. Uh, the, that's what happens when the justices get together and they review the cases and they make a decision on whether or not they're going to hear the case. Uh, so there's, they actually took to conference 10 different Second Amendment cases. And one of the interesting ones is uh, Pena v. Horan, which uh, it's been around for a while. It's been going up through the court system. But this is a challenge to... California's micro stamping law and the handgun roster. Yeah, this frankly, this, this is I I'm hope we were actually did mention this last week. I hope this is the one they take, and I think that this uh, they could decide on this and touch a lot of other different areas. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think this would be a great one for the court to take up. Um, it can address some major laws when it comes to micro stamping you know this is this is a a law that requires a technology that quite literally does not exist uh and so it's a good upfront challenge but uh like you said michael you know it's there's also broad enough you know themes and theories in that case to where it would shed a lot of light on a lot of different various questions uh you know in second amendment law and I think it would be a fantastic case for the court to, to take up. Well, you know, but there are a number of other cases that deal with, you know, shall issue, may issue CCWs. There's even, uh, you know, uh, an assault weapon style case uh, that's being considered. 
So there's a number of very interesting legal questions that uh, could be taken up. And this great thing, you know, uh, by getting this moot decision for the New York case, it may in actuality be a better benefit to gun owners across America. Well, do you think that they muted the one? Do you think now out here in California, these guys are going to start scrambling and do you think they'll change the law as far as gun rosters and, 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 and what have you? Well, yeah, it's an interesting thing. You know, New York set, uh, you know, a bit of a precedent there, yeah. you know, scrambling to change the law to make sure something isn't heard in front of the, you know, the Supreme Court. Uh, however, the law, though, it's being challenged is a very new law and it was very specific so it's a, it's an easy fix. It was an easy you know mm-hmm. change in the law to try to now with the uh, you know the handgun roster and micro stamping. That's a different question. That that encompasses uh, a lot more penal code sections and it's a lot broader of a law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I although I wouldn't put it past California to try to do some shady stuff like that. Sure. Dylan Law, gp.com, folks, write that down, 760-642-7150. If you go to court or if you have any questions when it comes to gun ownership, you need the best lawyer in town on your side, John Dillon. Thanks, buddy. Say hi to the wife and your mom and give them a big happy Mother's Day hug from us. Will do. See you guys. All right, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, this segment's brought to you by Firearms Legal Protection. What's the best defense for self defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com. Call them at 469-310-9100. 469-310-9100. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. Uh, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. They're open 10 to 10, seven days a week. Uh, 858-573-1911. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. That's thegunrangesandiego.com. We got our firearms expert, Jason Stevens, on the line. Really good guns. Let's talk to him about it. How you doing, Jason? Hi, fine, Dave. How you doing? Living the dream. And uh, how about you guys? You're open? Yeah, yeah, we're open. We're we're open. We're busy selling guns. Got some cool stuff. Yeah, I hope I uh, hope your wife's having a good Mother's Day. 
Yeah, same to yours and your mom and yeah, thank you and 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 the whole nine years. In fact, Lance took the day off and he's enjoying Mother's Day yeah. with his lovely wife and children. So it's a wonderful day. Yeah, I got my mom yeah, tulips. You got your mom tulips? Yeah. I get her tulips every year because when I was a little boy in Wisconsin, yeah. she would she would uh, uh, she planted a uh, tulip garden in the front yard. So yeah. tulips remind me of my mom. So you went and just ripped them right out of the yard every year, right out every year. Cool. So I get her tulips really every year. Cool. That's really nice. You know, my mom's listening right now, so I'm just going to take a second real quick. Absolutely. That's my mom. Very good. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. I mean, I'm always impressed yeah, with somebody who can speak another language. I'm very impressed with that. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Well, anyway, we got a, we got a lot more guns in that. Um, <clears throat> got a lot more of the more desirable guns finally coming in. We got we got Mossberg 500s, yeah. Mossberg 930s, uh CZ-75 pistols, Springfield XDs. Uh, finally, some of the good stuff is coming in. And every once in a while, we actually get a Glock. And that is, uh, that's is—that's what everybody really wants to get. Yeah. Well, hey, the question of the day I have to ask, because I cannot yeah. tell you how many people ask me throughout the week, how's yeah, yeah. the Dros system doing? So it's still lagging a little bit. Uh, not as much. I'm starting to see it's starting to let up just a little bit. Um People are still having to wait, you know, typically an extra, you know, four or five days. Uh, but it is letting up a little bit. I'm not seeing any more, you know, eight, nine, ten day, you know, extra waits. What I did notice, and this is kind of a bummer, is that the ammunition background checks, uh, you know, even the, the instant ones, those are actually being delayed now. We're only just now noticing that today. What? Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But we're noticing can't, that right now. Can we just have like a week yeah. where everything just goes right? Yeah, just give us a week. <laughs> we really, would really like that. <laughs> well, I guess we did a couple years ago. It's called Freedom Week. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We could use another one of those. Well, yeah. Jeez, uh, that's just it's insane. Because yeah. I have people asking me all the time, you know, and a lot of new gun owners, they're all saying the same thing. I don't understand it. I thought it was only supposed to take 10 days. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are, you know, our customers are very patient, a patient bunch. Um, so they've been very generous and, you know, in their in their patience. Well, it's not your fault. No, 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 no. It's still, it is definitely still frustrating, but a lot of them are under, you know, most of them are, are very understanding. They, you know, they understand it's not us, it's the whole state. Mm-hmm. They're a goofy system. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the ammo thing, that, that is kind of bumming us out a little bit. I hope that goes away real quick. We can uh, only uh, hope. We can only fun. hope. Hey Jason, you yeah, were mentioning um, yeah. you had mentioned Glocks a few minutes ago, and um, yeah. is it it's tougher to get those? Uh, you were saying out here, and is that does that have anything to do with um, the only ones we can get out here? The only ones we can buy are the Gen Three, and I'm, I'm assuming Glock, Absolutely. since uh, California is probably the only place that anybody wants to buy a Gen Three. So normally, what Glock is producing are their Gen Fours and Gen Fives for the rest of the country. Is is that right. part of the reason why it's it's tough to get them out here right it now? It is, it is. It's definitely part of the reason because we're so limited. Uh, we have in California, we have uh, we only have access to I think I want to say less than half of what Glock actually offers. Because of that, you know, just like you said, because we can only get Gen threes, um, it is very difficult to grab those. Um, Gen four, Gen five, everybody asks for them, but you do have to be a police officer to to get one of those. Yeah, and I'm, I'm guessing Glock, you know, they're tooled up in their factories or whatever, and you right. know, they're, they're only going to dedicate so much, I would think, to to building right. older guns to sell in one spot. 
it would seem like. And when they get a big rush, like we just had with all the stuff, I could see where they're depleted a bit. But I don't think they actually use uh, machine tools to make Glocks. I think, aren't they actually sent here from uh, another planet on a comet or or delivered by an angel or something? I thought there was... On the planet of Austria. I thought only the chosen person could pull the Glock out of the stone and they had to be of good character. I, I didn't think they were actually manufactured, but yeah. I could be, I could be wrong on that. There, there's a Glock manufacturer in, 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 in the United States. Yeah, there is now, yeah. But the thing is, you're not allowed to buy those U.S.-made Glocks in California either. That's another bummer. What do you mean? The ones in the, only, the Gen 3s are not made in Smyrna, Georgia? They're, uh, so the thing is, if it's made in the United States, you can't buy it in California. It's got to be an Austrian-built one. What? I it's didn't know that. Seen, it's actually seen as a. It's actually seen as a different. Uh, a different pistol. Is it different? Oh, oh, so what's on the roster nah, is the Austrian it, it built says, one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it has, if it says made in USA, you got to be a police officer to buy it. Jeez, I didn't know that. Oh, I had no I idea. I had all these years, Austria. Another it has fun, to come from Austria. G'day, yeah, mate. Shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Australia. Oh, my bad. But you're close. That is just. Yeah, it's. It's biz- it's really bizarre, yeah. You're supposed to bring us good news. You're not supposed to be bringing us bad news. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta let everybody know. Uh, but the good news is we are starting to get in a lot more uh, a lot more of the regular you know the regular pistols that people typically look for. Uh, Glocks are are still a rarity, but yeah. we we do get them every once in a while. So please feel free, anybody listening, to come on down. See if we have a Glock or a Springfield XD, a CZ75, because we are starting to get our stock back. So why why we, why is that, Jason? Why why are you all of a sudden getting stock back? Is it the is it the industry is catching up to the demand? That's right. That's exactly it. Uh, stores buy from distributors. You know the, right. the stores stores distributors buy directly from the factories. So when this whole thing started, factories had to shut down, which uh, means that you know every you know all the distributors ran out because they weren't receiving more. The stores ran out, and now that finally kind of coming it's coming back down the line again so that's that's it it's like toilet paper (laughs) hey i was in the grocery store the other day and there was toilet paper i was shocked i haven't seen toilet paper in months (laughs) did you buy a couple of cases or i'd already bought 500 cases are you kidding i got more toilet paper and i got common sense That's amazing. That is just. So, I just want to clarify one more time. So, to your knowledge, California is the only is one. The other forty nine states, you're going to buy a Gen five. California is the only right, state where you're going to buy a Gen three. That is, from my knowledge, I don't. I don't know if Massachusetts or any of the other uh, you know really restrictive states have. You know, what about West Virginia? Well, I don't think they do. Uh, probably, you know, I actually don't know. I kind of yeah. we'll find out it. We'll, we'll find out at the end of the hour next next hour. Yeah, with, with the gun. Yeah, That's so. interesting. So there's just a bunch of of, uh, of uh, you know machines out there making Gen three Glocks and shipping them to California. It's the only place right. on earth. Uh, gosh, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And well, what's the demand? Going. What's the demand for a Gen three? Well, very high. So California, it's got the most. California is the most people. It's the most populous state. Uh, despite its restrictive laws, it actually has it has a ton of guns just because you know j- just because of the population. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so great that it just it makes. I talked to a Glock rep about this. Uh, it makes sense for the company to keep cranking out Gen threes. Gotcha. Pretty much just for our state. So it's just, such a, just such a big populous state. Didn't we do that with cars? You know, there was a 49 state car for smog, and then it was yeah. California. Yeah. And the manufacturers yeah, li- literally had to build a car for California no. and a car for the other 49 yeah. states. It's similar, but that honestly, sounds- even worse. 
It's yeah, worse. way worse. Way worse. Way worse. Yeah, that's, that's a good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, and they and that finally, you know, manufacturers finally said, "This is stupid. We can't keep this up." So, all right, buddy. Hey, yeah. it's always good talking to you. And uh, yeah, you're you. you're open till ten o'clock tonight. Uh, we're open till uh, we're open till seven. Oh, she's so seven tonight. Good thing I brought that up. Yeah. All right, that's gun <laughs> range. Right. Thank you, Dave. Gun range, San Diego, folks. You got to go down. They are truly the Nordstroms of gun ranges, just not the price. Right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. <laughs> This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.